cousins. Welcome back to Save a Sister, where we like to encourage you to keep your faith. Um, today I was moved to share a story with you about somebody very near and dear to my heart, my Gigi. I know most of you will assume that I'm referring to one of my grannies, but Gigi is actually a friend of my family. Um, I couldn't tell you which side of the family knew Gigi first because she swears she knew me way before I was born. And um, my family kind of attests to that, so I really can't argue with her. I do know that she happens to be the best friend of both of my grandmas. How that worked out, I have no idea, but I just look at it as her being meant to be or bound to be in my life in some way. And I call actually call her my bonus ma or my um, extra ma, my bonus granny, because that's exactly what she is. Um, she is definitely a bonus. She adds so much to your life. She is just everything. Um, I could go on and on about Gigi, but even if I had a thousand tongues, it probably wouldn't be enough to even begin to describe her awesomeness. Do not tell my family I said this, but Gigi she always gives the best gifts like she's always doing immeasurably more than i could even think or ask or imagine it's literally almost like she knows the desires of my heart or something even though her gifts are everything conversations with my Gigi always remind me of who i am and that i can do anything so Gigi, if you are listening out there, I just want to let you know that um, you believing in me has always made me feel like I have superpowers and like I can do anything. One of my most vivid memories is us in the front yard in your uh, flower bed. Um, I remember when I was little, you always used to help let me help you pick the weeds out of your garden. Um, so this one day in particular... As usual, I'm picking the weeds out of the garden and then I see something green slither towards me. Um, innately, I screamed to the top of my lungs and I took off running to my Gigi because I know my Gigi could protect me. Um, after that, I remember you taking my hand and then we walked back over to what it scared me and you told me to show it to you. Uh, so seven-year-old me, terrified me, pointed out this, what looked like at the time, anaconda to you. And you just started to laugh. Like, you laughed so hard it made me laugh. And I remember us standing there laughing together until we were almost in tears at that little bitty snake. Um, from there, you kind of showed me how much bigger I was than the snake. And then... You showed me how to crush it. At that point, I kind of felt silly forever being afraid. But I do remember you looking at me and saying um, to always trample on snakes and scorpions and that nothing would harm me. That really stuck with me. But anywho, back to the story. Y'all, when I turned 17, two miracles happened, right? The first miracle, which was huge huge to me at the time, was the fact that I could drive by myself. I no longer needed a parent in the car. I had a license, not a permit, amen. Um, and then the second miracle, which was even bigger than the one I just mentioned, was the fact that Gigi found out that she was pregnant or expecting. Yeah, I kind of had that same reaction considering that she was the same age as my grandma's, but that's neither here nor there. 
uh, my whole family was shocked. Um, but we were so happy for Gigi because she always wanted a family of her own. But after so many years of like failed attempts and miscarriages, it was a subject that we um, we just treated it very carefully. We really didn't talk about, you know, family and stuff like that. We were her family. Um, I don't think anybody was more excited to meet baby JC um, as I was. Yeah, uh, Gigi decided to name the baby JC, kind of like Casey, but she wanted to go with Jay, whatever. Um, so I just could not wait to dress this baby up. Um, I remember starting to buy bows and tutus every week. Once, um, we confirmed that Gigi was in a comfortable, safe place and she was healthy as far as the pregnancy was concerned. Um, this instance, this, this was indeed a miracle child. I literally mean a miracle considering all the circumstances. Uh, Gigi was the happiest I had ever seen her because she was getting her most precious prayer answered at the time. I mean, it just made me kind of reflect on how good God is. Like, here's this woman who's always wanted a family, and now when it seems like an impossible time for it to happen, it was happening, and the baby is healthy, everything is going going well. Well, anywho... Um, fast forward, Gigi, Gigi had a um, great pregnancy. Um, she was healthy. She had a good delivery. Like everything went well. Um, but one thing I'll never forget, I'll never forget JC's actually actual birthday. Um, I was actually at work at the time I was a server or a waitress and I was wiping a table down when my phone vibrated in my pocket. Um, it was back in the day, so it was a flip phone. And I'm all I'm extra. I've always been extra. So my flip phone actually had pink and um like clear little rhinestones bejeweled on it. Um but anywho, so I flipped my phone open and it was a text from my mom. Um and the text just read that she's here, she's beautiful, she's healthy, and she's huge. Um so that just made a big smile cover my face because once again there was just a miracle in the form of this little baby JC that we never anticipated knowing or meeting this baby. I, I, anyway, that's neither here nor there either, but I just, you know, thought that was awesome. Um, so once my mama sent me that text, um, I just could not wait to get off. Like that's all I could think about or talk about. Um, so my best friend ended up volunteering to stay over so I could go ahead and leave early because she knew how anxious I was to meet JC. I mean, Everybody knew like this was a big deal um, because, you know, everybody loved Gigi. She was, you know, not only a friend of my family, but a friend of, you know, several of my um, childhood friends, families as well. So um, I remember hopping in my car and getting ready to head to the hospital uh, where my family was waiting with Gigi, of course. It was late December. So I do remember hearing this Christmas starting to play on the radio. Um and I remember uh, exiting the freeway. I, I I remember it so vividly. I remember exiting the freeway or getting off on the exit like, oh, you know, I cannot wait to see this little face. Um, and once I got off on the exit, then I just remember um, a loud screeching noise. And then I remember darkness. And after that, I don't really remember anything. 
Um, my next memory was actually me waking up because I kept hearing my little brother's handheld game beeping, just beeping, beeping, beeping in my ear. Um, so when I opened my eyes, I realized I had made it to the hospital. I also realized it wasn't my brother's game beeping. It was actually a heart monitor. And that heart monitor was right next to me. Um, apparently, when I got off on the exit to the hospital, there was a curve and my car was total. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I do remember my family, including Gigi, at my bedside when I woke up. So that gave me, you know, just a little bit of relief. Um, everybody looked so sad, but they had began to scream and pray and worship when I woke up. And I just remember feeling, um, I remember feeling overwhelmed because I realized what had happened. I felt frustrated because I couldn't move. Um, I mostly felt heartbroken because this was supposed to be a joyous moment for Gigi. Seeing her smiling, tear-filled face, still in a hospital gown herself, with her hands raised and praising God, they gave me so much comfort. Then I remember feeling happy um, because I think I remembered the initial reason why I was coming to the hospital, and that was to meet the baby, of course. I could not wait to see and meet her. Um, once things were calm and my family knew I could understand, my mom explained to me that I hit a patch of black ice once I got off on the exit and that caused my car to flip about three times. And when my car landed, a metal rod pierced my heart to the point that I needed a transplant or I wouldn't survive. Um, my mom also went on to say that coincidentally, there was a heart that matched mine and that my body wouldn't reject. I remember how warm the tears felt that covered my face. I couldn't say it verbally, but I began thanking God with everything in me. A week had passed and in between regaining my strength enough to talk, I was finally able to meet the baby. Like, I was, like, that was one of the happiest moments. I finally had mustered up enough strength to meet this baby. I just wanted to see that sweet little face that I had saw in pictures that my family kept showing me while I was laying in the hospital bed. Um, I'm guessing Gigi read my mind because she visited me later that day. And she walked. I just remember her presence feeling like a big hug. Um, she walked over to the side of my bed. She grabbed my hand and said, hey, my big baby. I smiled and she knew why, because the next word she said, said literally felt like ice. Um, it felt like ice just was stuck in my chest. She looked at me and said, JC's heart beats inside of you because I loved you so much I sacrificed her life so that you could live and you could continue to be with me 
y'all. I could not breathe. That literally took my breath away. JC was precious. JC was innocent. JC gave her life for somebody she never even met. And because of that, JC dwells within my heart. Me being somebody she never met and in the hearts of my entire family just because of the sacrifice. <sighs> Put yourself in my position. Like, what what do you do? What could you do to show gratitude to my Gigi and her sweet JC? I could tell the world how good they were. I could thank them for the rest of my life. I'm really moved to do both. What if I told you, you have a Gigi and a JC? Your Gigi, a.k.a. Good God, gave his JC, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, so he could dwell in your heart forever and keep you connected. Jesus Christ was precious. Jesus was innocent. Jesus gave his life for somebody he never met. Also, Gigi could give you what your heart desires. Um, that would be, you know, that would conclude my story. What would you do if you were me and you had to show Gigi and JC that their sacrifice wasn't in vain? How would you do it? What would you do? That is something that I will continue to try to figure out for the rest of my life. I know my Gigi or my good God has always been with me. He wove me in my mother's womb, according to Psalms 139 and 13. He always does exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think, according to Ephesians 3.20. And he always gives me the desires of my heart. And he'll do the same for you. Today, I want to leave you with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I just want you to think about Gigi or our good God's sacrifice in JC, Jesus Christ, and be moved to remind somebody of their faith. Be moved to help me save a sister. I would like to thank you once again for tuning in. Um, and I hope that something was done or said here that moves you or moved JC's heart in you. Um, until next time.
help me save a sister.